It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Coming to you from the heart of Silicon Valley, this is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. We are very pleased to be joined by one of the newest members of the San Jose Sharks organization, Ford Mitchell Russell. Mitchell, first of all, great to meet you, but how are things going now that you know where you'll be playing next year, what NHL organization you'll be in. So how are things going? Again, thank you very much for the time. Yeah, thank you for having me. And um, it's been a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. And um, obviously we were in playoffs when I found out the news of signing with San Jose. So um, it was hard to focus on playoffs as well as that. But um, I think now that things have settled, settled in, it's uh, sunken in that I'm going to be um, with the San Jose Sharks for the next couple of years. Well, I don't think you were too too distracted by signing an NHL deal. You had 11 goals and 11 assists in 11 games. So you had 22 points, two points per game in the playoffs. That's pretty darn good. And you, you drove your team through the playoffs. Unfortunately, you guys came up just a little bit short from, from getting to the OHL final. But uh, a pretty impressive run for your group, pretty impressive run for you individually. What about playoff hockey do you enjoy the most? And when the game gets tighter, it gets more physical, do you feel like your game thrives in those type of situations? Yeah, for sure. I think um, I've always been a player that kind of plays better in bigger moments. And um, I feel like playoff hockey is kind of my style of play. Um, I love battling, competing. And um, yeah, like I said before, I feel like the bigger the game, the better I play. And um, our team was clicking down the playoffs, so um, obviously that helps. And um, I think just me and my line mates had a really good run. Speaking of your line mates, you played quite a bit with Brandon Coe, a Sharks draft pick who will be joining you out in San Jose. You guys will be in development camp, and we'll see how things shake out going into training camp. Do you think it will help you having a little bit of built-in chemistry with Brandon? And is it nice to have a friendly face as you make your way out west? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, um, Cozy's one of my best buddies. So um, to be able to do that journey with him is going to be really fun. And um, yeah, I think, like you said, going down there, knowing a face is always nice and uh, maybe make me a little bit more comfortable. But um, yeah, our chemistry was good, uh, especially the later half of the season. And um, hopefully we can continue that. He was very complimentary about your game. He said you're a 200 foot player, but if he had to describe you kind of in one way, he says you're a pure shooter. You like to shoot the puck. You've got a great shot. How would you describe your game for Sharks fans who are not familiar with you? Yeah, I think kind of like Cozy said, um, I'm a shoot first guy and um, I play 200 feet of of the ice and um, I take pride in my defensive end. Uh, I hate getting scored on and I love to score goals. So um, I think, yeah, shooting, Shooting the puck's my biggest asset, and I hope to continue that. Before you were a member of the battalion, you were in Owen Sound. That's where you started your Ontario Hockey League career, and you played with Jonah Gadjevich, now a current San Jose Shark. Have you had a yeah. chance to catch up with Jonas since you officially signed with the organization? Uh, yeah, he reached out to me and just said congratulations, and 
was actually in a group chat with a bunch of the uh, older own sound guys and they all reached out. So um, I think for me, all those guys were really, uh, really welcoming to me when I first stepped into Owen sound and um, Gads was actually one of the guys I looked up to and um, his work ethic and uh, little details after practice was something uh, I followed his footsteps. So um, I think that's pretty cool that Gads is there in San Jose as well. You've probably already heard this comparison. You'll probably hear it a little bit more down the line, but everybody thinks Barkley Goodrow when we think of the battalion. Undrafted player like yourself, signs with the Sharks, carves out a great start to his career. Eventually, of course, goes to Tampa Bay, wins a couple of cups, and now he's on the Rangers right now trying to get back to the Stanley Cup final. You guys have a different build. You're a little bit shorter than he is, but from what I've read, there's a lot of comparisons that you can make between yourself and Barkley. Do you see those comparisons between Barkley Goodrone, why do you think people compare you to beyond just the fact that you played for the same junior club? Yeah, I think uh, that's actually a guy that I've watched closely the last couple of years. And um, obviously him being a battalion and um, he's well known around North Bay. So um, I kind of watched him closely. And um, I think just the complete game is where we get um, that kind of idea of the same game style. I think we both play 200 feet of the ice. And um, I think junior our last year as a junior, we kind of stepped up offensively as well. So um, I think that's where the comparison sets in. So you were undrafted, as we alluded to. Now you have an NHL contract, and the coaches will tell you this, upper management, and this has been the message to a lot of guys, whether they're undrafted or a late-round pick. Once you get into the organization, it's pretty much a clean slate. Now, maybe a first-round pick will have a longer leash, but everybody's basically on the same playing field. Has that been somewhat of the message to you since you signed and since basically you went undrafted that it doesn't really matter where you start. It's really about where you finish. Yeah, I think so. Um, like I said, I wasn't drafted. And um, I think to me, that was fuel to my fire. And um, obviously going to camp, most of the guys there are drafted, but um, I'm there to just work as hard as I can. And um, like, like you said, there might be a bunch of guys there drafted, but um, to me, that doesn't really matter. And uh, I'm there to just be the best I can. You're from Barrie, Ontario, and when you were playing for the Barrie Colts AAA Club, there was a guy on the OHL club that is familiar to Sharks fans, Kevin LeBanc. He played for the Barrie Colts. Were you familiar with Kevin when you were growing up in that area, or have you kind of realized his game and the type of player he is since he's reached the NHL? And did you go to Barrie Colts games when you were a kid? Yeah, I actually went to uh, quite a few, especially those couple of years. He was actually there, and um, I think the one year he had quite a few goals, actually. So he's one of those um, key guys on that team. And um, Barry's had a lot of talent go through the years, especially when I watched those a uh, couple of years, six, seven years ago. So, um, yeah, he's a guy that I watched for sure. And um, I know he's not the biggest guy like myself, but he found a way to score goals. And um, that's something I like to do as well. We're talking to Mitchell Russell, who signed an entry-level contract with the Sharks last month, talking about Barry as just a hockey town. A little bit north of Toronto, you're right in the hotbed of hockey culture and basically the epicenter of hockey as, as a sport. But what about Barry made it the perfect kind of petri dish for your development and for you falling in love with the game? Yeah, I think growing up, uh, I actually grew up in Aurelia, so that was uh, just outside of Barry. And um, I played AAA there for a couple of years. I played a year up uh, with the 2000 age group, and uh, my family decided to move to Barry. And um, I had three really solid years of minor hockey in Barrie, and um, I feel like I had a lot of coaches and um, skating coaches and trainers that 
um, really took their time with me and um, made it a lot easier transition. And um, I think my game really grew in those three years. Was there anybody who played in the NHL, played in the OHL that has come back to that area and been part of your development and your process of growing your game over these years? Anybody notable that's sticking around that area? Uh, yeah, Daniel Kachuk. Um, he's a guy that was drafted uh, first round to the Calgary Flames, and um, he's also been coaching uh, with St. Louis and that organization for a while. And um, yeah, he's been back every summer, and I've been skating with him uh, pretty frequently. And um, another name is Zach McCullough. I believe he played in Sudbury and uh, Owen Sound as well in the O, and uh, he's been sticking around and uh, doing skates for a lot of the junior pro guys around here. So, uh, yeah, I think those two guys have probably been the biggest on-ice uh, guys for me. We're talking to Mitchell Russell, one of the newest members of the Sharks organization. Again, going back to Barry, when us Californians think of Canada, we think of the culture of the sport. It's ingrained throughout every little small community in every big city. But growing up in Barrie, what was your first introduction to the sport? Was it on a pond? Was it outdoors? Or maybe it was your local rink. And when did you really fall in love with the sport, realizing, hey, maybe this is something I can do beyond just as a young kid playing youth hockey? Uh, yeah, I think it was actually uh, a local rink for uh, me and my family. Um, there's one right down the road. And um, I think I first stepped on the ice when I was one or two. Um, obviously not skating by myself by any means, but um, yeah, just with all the local neighbors and just grew up playing hockey. And um, like I said, as well, my brother, uh, two years older than me, always played hockey. So um, I think it's just kind of been the sport of my family other than uh, golfing with my dad. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty big, but um, I'd say I really started to like love the game when I was younger, but um, I'd say, Early on in my career, I kind of knew that um, this is what I love to do, and I think I could be pretty good at it. So I uh, just kind of always stuck with it from then. You mentioned your brother, Jordan, a couple of years older than you. It's always an easy path to follow when you've got an older sibling kind of carving the way. Did you look up to your brother as a young kid? He played for the Barry Colts youth program as well. Didn't play in the OHL like yourself, but was it easy to look up to your brother as someone that you could – try to follow their path through hockey as well. Yeah, I think so. I learned a lot um, from watching him and uh, what to do, what not to do kind of thing. So, um, yeah, he's two years older, and I always watched him play and watched the players in his age group as well. So um, I think for me, uh, yeah, I was kind of born to the family just playing hockey. And, um, yeah, I think I learned a lot from him and uh, really grateful for the time watching him. Growing up in Ontario, OHL country, was it always on your radar to try to play in that league? And when did it start to become a reality that maybe you could play in the OHL? Yeah, I think kind of my first year in Barrie, um, that was minor Bantam. And um, I had a breakout year and um, just kind of followed it up. But um, I feel like for me, I just kind of played the game and didn't really worry about that stuff too much. Um, as well as the NHL draft, I just kind of kept playing and playing and um, whatever kind of happens, happens. But yeah, I think going into my minor midget year, um, I knew that I'd be like a top couple round picks, but um, just thought work as hard as I can and see what I can do. And um, obviously the draft uh, is going to come either way. So um, just have a good year and work hard and just kind of see what happens.
So you started your career in Owen Sound and then you're traded to North Bay. You joined the battalion. And I know getting traded at any level is always kind of a shock to the system. But what do you rem remember about getting traded? And it, did it come a little bit out of left field? Was it something that you were expecting or did it just happen and all of a sudden you're, you're moving on? Uh, no, that's something that was uh, kind of in the works for a bit before. And um, it was right around Christmas break. So I actually wasn't with the team when I got traded. I was at home. And um, yeah, I kind of knew it was coming, but um, it was tough leaving that group of guys. But I felt like it was best for me. And uh, the staff in North Bay have been awesome. And um, I think they believed in me and they watched me in my draft year as well. So um, they knew the player I was and what I could do. And um, kudos to them because they've just uh, given me every opportunity to grow as a player and a person. Have you had a chance to reflect on your junior career now that it has come to a close? I know it's been a quick turnaround since your season ended, the playoffs ended so abruptly, and then you've got to pack up all your stuff and head back home. But have you had an opportunity to kind of take a breath and digest your career? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, like you said, the last couple of days after the season were pretty crazy and hectic leaving my billet house, but um, I think I took the last couple of days to actually just kind of reflect on it and uh, remember all the memories and friends I made in the last five years. So um, I had two really awesome billet families as well. So um, obviously going to miss them, miss all my teammates, but uh, it was a great time for me. So what was the number one meal that you're going to miss? I know every billet family is different, but there's that home cooking that really makes you ingratiate yourself into the family just enjoying those moments so what's a meal that you're gonna you're gonna miss the most uh we had a couple I mean obviously we had taco Tuesday every every couple of weeks so that was always fun and sometimes we'd have other guys over for that but um on game day my billet dad made uh we call it game day chicken uh just chicken rice and broccoli and um, it was always the go-to. So I had that before every game um, this year, even road games, he packed it for me. So that was pretty awesome of him. Well, you don't need to worry because that's basically the meal that we have on the road at every hotel. It doesn't change. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Not complaining, but that's what they give us yeah. every time. It's chicken, <laughs> it's rice, it's salad. So you'll be, you'll be set. Your, your billet dad will be, uh, be happy that you're, you're getting taken <laughs> care of. And you mentioned Taco Tuesday. You're coming out to California, and you're probably aware, but we have some of the, the best Mexican food in all the country. So are you looking forward to some of the culture and the differences out here on the West Coast? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've actually never been out to California yet, so I'm uh, really looking forward to that. And um, heard nothing but good things, obviously. It's a great spot to be. So, uh, yeah, I can't, can't wait to get out there and maybe try some new food as well. Have you done any research just on the Bay Area, California as a whole? Uh, yeah. After I signed, uh, just kind of make sure where it is and everything like that, because uh, being from up north, you don't really like hear about that kind of area too often. So, um, yeah, just kind of looking around where it was, what's there and um, all that good stuff. We mentioned the connections to the Sharks organization. You played with Jonah Gadjevich, your teammate last year, Brandon Coe, one of your good buddies. But beyond just those connections, what made San Jose an attractive place for you to start your pro career? Um, I think it's similar to North Bay. They had a, they had a staff that believed in me. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing for me. Um, just talking to them on the phone and stuff, they were uh, really positive and they liked um, the big parts of my games that um, I recognize as a player. So um, I think for me, it's just a good fit and they, uh, they understand my game.
game style. Was it a sales pitch at all? And was it an intriguing thing for you knowing that the American League team is in the same city? And beyond just that, they're building a brand new arena for the AHL club as well, which will really kind of separate the identity between the, the two, the NHL team, the AHL team. Was that kind of an important thing to you, knowing that upper management, the brass, is going to always kind of have eyes on you and where your game is going? Yeah, that was uh, talked about on the phone as well. Um, obviously, that's really important. Um, an awesome, an awesome thing to have the two teams there kind of in the same area and um, all that good stuff. So um, I think for me, yes, though, the biggest thing was just uh, them believing in me and um, I'm ready to prove them right. So peel back the curtain a little bit. How did the courting process come to be? Were there other teams in the mix? You mentioned that the Sharks made you feel an importance, some value. You, you, they gave you confidence. But how did that whole process come to be where you put pen to paper? Uh, yeah, I think for me, like I said before, um, we were in the middle of playoffs. So um, my agent kind of told me that he wouldn't tell me too much um, until something like big kind of happened. So um, I didn't really hear from him like too much about that kind of stuff uh, during the playoff run. But um, when I got the call, he kind of mentioned that, uh, yeah, there was a couple teams in the mix and um, I heard about this offer and I felt like that was the best situation for me. And I'm really looking forward to joining this organization. So looking at current NHL players and in comparison, you talked about your style of play for fans who are unfamiliar, but if you could look at an NHL player, maybe that you try to model your game after, or you see some comparisons between yourself, who would that be currently in the NHL? Uh, yeah, I've always been a guy that kind of picks and chooses little pieces uh, from a bunch of players. Um, I'm a bit of a hockey nerd, so um, I watch a lot of hockey games, and um, I like the guys that play 200 feet of the ice. Uh, Mark Shifley is a guy I watched growing up quite a bit. Um, he was obviously in Barry, so um, yeah, I think just watching his 200-foot game is, uh, was really important to me, and um, even a guy like Goudreau actually is a guy that I watch. Just um, that's a glue guy that you need to win a championship. So um, I like to believe that I'm that kind of guy as well. And um, I like watching all the guys that can put the puck in the net as well. I'm sure you're trying to just relax, rest, catch up with friends, catch up with family now that you're back home. But as you look ahead just a little bit at this summer being a big summer for you, and I'm sure you'll make your way out to San Jose for development camp after the draft. But what are some of your goals this offseason? What are you working on? How's your training regimen setting up? How are things going from an offseason standpoint? Yeah, I think for me, um, the biggest thing I'm going to work on, obviously, is my speed. Um, you can always be faster, and um, that's where the game's going right now is speed, speed, speed. So um, I think for me, just continue to work on that and um, work on all the little things like I would every other summer. But um, I think for me, just keep my speed up and my conditioning up will be uh, really impactful coming down the stretch. You hear it all the time at the next level, at the highest level. It's all about speed. It's all about foot speed. If you can't skate, you can't play. That's one of the things we've heard a lot about you, though, is your ability to move and, and you've got that mobility to your game. Reflecting a little bit on the NHL draft, and again, it's in your rearview mirror, the fact you were not selected, but now you have signed. So again, you're, you're on a level playing field with the rest of the prospects that had either signed or, or were drafted. But as you reflect a little bit, why do you think personally your name was not called? And you said, again, you, you've used it as fuel to your fire, but what parts of your game had not quite developed that point to hear your name called? 
Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like the last couple of years, my game really evolved as a whole. Um, I kind of brought everything in together as um, maybe as before I was a little bit inconsistent at times. And um, I feel like the last like year or two, um, I've been more consistent. Uh, I feel like every night I find a way to help my team, whether it's scoring, back checking, blocking shots. So um, I think for me, just being a bit more consistent this year. You mentioned Mark Shifley as a guy that you looked up to a little bit playing for the Barry Colts. Who's the best player, though, that you've played with to this point in your career? In your opinion, who's the most skilled player that you've had the opportunity to play with and call a teammate? Uh, I think Nick Suzuki. Um, watching that guy every day was awesome. Uh, practice, games, you name it. Um, some of the stuff that guy could do was just unbelievable. Um, I watched him go in behind the net probably 10, 15 times the one year and bank it off the goalie. So um, just little things like that. Um, obviously cozy in North Bay, pretty special player as well. So, um, but yeah, Nick Suzuki, uh, Sean Dersey, two guys that, um, really kept my eye on an Owen sound and watched their daily habits. And, um, that's why they're both playing the NHL right now. At Dersey with the King Suzuki with the Montreal Canadiens, you mentioned Brandon Coe, your teammate this past year in North Bay. He took a huge leap in his game as, as did you as older players now in the Ontario league. What did you see from Brandon as a teammate that really allowed him to take a big leap? What parts of his game really took a next step in evolution? Yeah, I feel like similar to me, I think his consistency uh, was probably his biggest thing. Um, he's always been one of the fastest, most skilled guys in the league. Um, and yeah, I think he put everything together this year and um, took care of his own end this year and played defense as well. So um, I think Cozy is quite consistent throughout the whole year and uh, that's why he had 100 points in the league this year so we're talking to Mitchell Russell one of the newest members of the Sharks organization signed as an undrafted free agent this uh, offseason very kind of him to join us our first official interview with Mitchell and it's been nice to get to meet you a little bit on here as well and look forward to meeting you in person as well coming over the, the next couple of months I want to ask what's been your best in most memorable hockey memory to this point you've got a lot of hockey to be played in your career but what has been something that's really stuck out to this point in your career uh yeah i've had a couple um minor bannon was my first year in barry like i said before and uh we were the underdogs in the omhas that year and we ended up winning in the finals 2-1 um and that's a group of guys that i was uh they were new to me and um, I think we, we were a tight knit group pretty quickly. So, um, that one will always stick with me and, um, two guys on two or three guys on that team are still my best friends today. So, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, this year, um, in North Bay was awesome. Just the whole journey with all the guys and, um, probably my favorite group of guys that I've played with. So, um, that's the tightest team I've ever played on. And, um, I think every single guy on that team is one of my best friends. So. Um, it was just a really fun journey to play out this year with them and have a playoff run. That North Bay club, a little bit on the younger side. So both yourself and Brandon were kind of the kind of those elder statesmen uh, among the group. What made that team so special and so close in your opinion? Uh, yeah, I think just um, in past years, I've always kind of been older guys and younger guys hang out. And um, I think this year it was, it was a bit of everything. Um, I know some of my best friends were, fives in the league and they were rookies so um, I think just kind of taking them in and just being good buddies with them and 
everyone got along. And I think that's why we had so much success this year. I asked you who the best player is that you've played with. Who's the best player that you've played against to this point in your career? It's a good one. Uh, I played with a, played against a bunch of good players in the OHL. And um, I remember Cairo, uh, my first year was uh, crazy good. Uh, Evan Bouchard was another guy that was really good. Uh, Boquist on London was also really good. Um, but yeah, I think Cairo sticks out to me the most. Uh, maybe Morgan Frost as well. Just the two skill levels those two guys had was unbelievable. I think what made this season so impressive for both yourself and, and a guy, even like Brandon Coe, who didn't play the league the, the year prior, you guys didn't have a season in 2020-21 due to COVID. We were waiting for it to start, waiting for it to start. It just never happened. So you didn't play for an entire year. What were some things that you did to try to continue to stay sharp? Did you have pickup games? Did you try to work on individual skills? Like, what did you do to stay sharp? Because you didn't miss a beat returning back to the league this year. Uh, yeah, I think um, a lot of it from me early on was off ice, obviously. Um, I really took the time to get better in the gym. And um, I think on ice, um, yeah, we did a lot of training early on. And um, I think as it got closer to the next season, a little bit more three-on-three in game-like situations. Um, there was also a tournament down in Erie um, that I played a couple games in just to get that game feel back. So, um, yeah, I think those were the main things I did just to stay ready. Did you try to explore playing anywhere or were you just kind of trapped in the sense that you're living in Ontario and there's no options within the province? Like, did you look around, try to find somewhere to play or were you just kind of in a standstill? Uh, yeah, I think there was a couple guys um, that went over to Europe and stuff to play. But um, I think for me, um, I just really want to take the time off and just get better, um, especially in the gym. I think I really took a big step. And uh, I don't know, I think not playing for a year actually helped me. I, I use it as fuel and um, just every day got better and worked my tail off to uh, have a good season um, that I felt I did in my last year. Yeah, it's really interesting, and I'm sure you can compare this to the offseason, but when you have time to reflect and kind of digest what has gone on, it really allows you to take growth, whether you're working in the finance world or you're, you're a professional hockey player or playing in the OHL. It's just times where you can kind of take a deep breath and really evaluate where you're at. I think there, there's tremendous growth and you seem to have taken full advantage of the time off and coming back this year. You mentioned that you play some golf with your pops, obviously California, the West coast, the, the Southwest, this is golf heaven. Uh, we get to yeah. play here all year round, not to, not to shove it uh, in your face or anything, being a big <laughs> golf guy, but have you uh, talked about that with your pops? Have you broached him coming out to California? Is that already on his radar? And have you searched any golf courses to this point? Uh, yeah, so my dad was a golf pro um, for 20 years and uh, just recently retired. But um, yeah, we've always golfed a lot together. And um, he hasn't golfed as much the last couple of years, but um, I think that'll definitely be on our bucket list. And uh, yeah, I think they'll come out as much as they can. Um, they have a place out in Calgary, so hopefully that's not as far uh, from Barry, obviously, but um, I think we'll get out to golf quite a bit. And yeah, I've heard there's a lot of nice courses uh, within a couple hours around there. So uh, looking forward to playing a bunch of them. Yeah, most of the guys that got to make the trip to Pebble Beach, which is only about an hour south from San Jose. So you have to do that uh, next year as well. Your pops played, you said for 20 years was a golf pro. So why hockey? Was there any thoughts in your mind that you'd ever go the golf route? 
Uh, yeah. Um, he made me decide at a pretty young age. Uh, I was kind of doing both at the time and uh, took both fairly seriously, but um, I felt if I was going to, if I was going to pick one, my love for hockey was always a little bit higher. And um, I still knew I could golf in the summers and stuff. So I um, always have that in my back pocket, but um, yeah, I think when I was maybe 12 or 13, um, maybe even 14, I had to decide and um, he was good either way. So, um, but yeah, my love for hockey was always just the strongest and uh, kind of went with that. So who's the better golfer yourself or your brother, Jordan? Uh, I think I might have him on that one. I definitely don't have my dad, but uh, I think I might have Jordan on that one. What's probably the biggest thing that your dad has taught you about golf? Maybe it's a mechanical thing, or maybe it's just thinking the game, but what are maybe the biggest thing that you could pinpoint is he's bestowed on you from a golf perspective. Cause when I think of golf and when I think of me playing golf, it, sure it's physical, but there's an element of the mental side of it that maybe overtakes everything. Yeah. That's what I was going to say actually is probably the mental game. Um, I remember when he'd go to work, uh, he worked at a private course in Muskoka and um, he'd take me out for the day and I'd go to the range and if I hit a bad shot. I was 13 or 14. I was getting mad. And um, yeah, he's just like, you can't do that kind of thing. It's more of a mental game. Like you hit one bad shot, but um, there's always going to be a next shot. So just kind of get ready for the next one. Um, yeah. I use that in hockey as well. You have a bad shift. You just got to keep going. So. Okay. One more question for you you'll be out in San Jose in the next probably month and then we'll see you during training camp as well. But what's the number one thing that you're most looking forward to about moving out to California? Um, obviously it's going to be a little bit warmer, uh, which will be nice. Uh, I don't have to worry about the winters here. And, um, but yeah, I think just getting down there and seeing all the facilities and uh, the people there um, is really exciting. And um, I know there's a lot of good people in this organization and, just looking forward to meeting them and getting comfortable down there. Yeah. Unless you are planning on going up to Tahoe in the winter, you can leave your, your winter coat back <laughs> home. Uh, Mitchell Russell, man. Uh, we're excited to have you. We appreciate you taking the time. It was uh, nice to kind of informally meet you over a zoom call. We look forward to meeting you in person, but you know, from myself personally and from the entire organization, we, we do want to welcome you and we're excited to have you. And thank you again for the time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.